Sony is holding a showcase to talk about the PlayStation 5 on Wednesday, where we finally get info on the price and availability. I'm Roger Chang, and this is your Daily Charge. With me is CNET reporter and gaming expert, Oscar Gonzalez. Welcome, Oscar. I am glad to be back. So Sony is holding this PS5 showcase on Wednesday, a week after Microsoft held its own Xbox event. So, Oscar, what are you expecting, and are we finally going to get a price? That is the definite expectation with this show. There is obviously the big questions, when is it coming out, and the price. So, yeah, those are the two. Uh, Obviously, there's going to be some info about the launch games. But, yes, with this presentation, this is going to reveal it all. It's going to lay everything down and just go ahead and say, here's what it is and get ready. So what are you expecting price-wise? Right now, the expectation is the uh, two. Pro- uh, there's a digital version of the PS5 with no optical drive and the sort of standard version with the optical drive. So... For the standard version, which should have all the bells and whistles, so to speak, that's we're pretty much we're all expecting a five hundred dollar price point. For the digital version, we're looking more like four hundred. Uh, the really the only difference between the two is the optical drive, so far that we know, unless Sony comes out and makes some other changes. But considering there's not much difference. We don't expect them to go below the three ninety nine because then that'd be a really big cut into the uh, into Sony's profits. Got it. And so let's let's stack this up against Microsoft, which announced its own pricing last week. What do the Xbox Series X and Series S cost? Well, that was the big surprise last week. They, it was a it was leaked initially. Then Microsoft finally confirmed it that yes, there is going to be two Xboxes. The S, uh, previously codenamed the Lockhart is $299. That was the big reveal. And it is a very big reveal. Uh, the consoles haven't been $299 in, in quite a few generations. And for next-gen gaming, it's really a low price. And every the idea, the strategy behind it is what we're thinking is that Microsoft said, hey, Sony's not going to undercut us again like they did with the PlayStation 4. So we're just going to go right in with this $300 console. It's going to have next-gen graphics, but it doesn't have an optical drive. It has half the hard drive space, and it can't perform, it can't render as good a graphics as the standard version, which is $500. So that is what Microsoft, with the big announcement, is saying, hey, we got you covered. If you need to save money, Or if you want all the bells and whistles, you go for the $500. And they're both coming out November 10th. Right. And that that money equation, I mean, it's more important than ever right now, right? We were in the middle of a global pandemic. We're in the middle of a recession with millions of people out of jobs. Money is tight all around. There's a lot of uncertainty. So I I get, I appreciate that Microsoft would, uh, you know, factor that into the equation with their pricing. That said, uh, you know, there there are some drawbacks to the Series S. I'm curious with with some of those pricing info in place, and I know we don't yet have Sony yet confirmed, but does that change the equation for you on you know which console you should buy or if you should buy any of these consoles this holiday season? It always comes down to the games. That's really what is important. But what's interesting is Microsoft, like I said in the previous previous podcast, 
they are shooting to be this all-encompassing service service uh, package. Uh, so they want to the big thing they're going to push when uh, the pre-orders start September twenty second. So the big thing they're going to push is this Xbox All Access, which is for the S twenty five dollars a month. You get the Ultimate Game Pass, which includes Xbox Live and Game Pass, and the uh, you get that and the Series S for twenty five dollars a month for two years, which is a pretty crazy deal because. The Game Pass, when that launches uh, officially, it's in, it's technically in beta. Well, let me. It, it's kind of they're it's kind of kind of officially launched. Not really, kind of sort of. Uh, that's the way Microsoft is doing it. But with Game Pass, there's about 100, 150 games. So right out the box, if you do this process with the Xbox All Access, you're gonna get the game. You're gonna get the con- You're gonna get all these games. You're gonna get the console, twenty five dollars a month, and that's it. So and then if you want to go the step up, that's that's thirty five dollars a month. So it's not a big deal, uh, money wise. You would think, uh, considering all the other little monthly fees people put together. So price wise, Microsoft is really trying to say, hey, we are the equivalent of four coffees a month from Starbucks. So you get the new console, you get a hundred plus games. Why not? Uh, that's what Microsoft is shooting for. And Sony's going to be shooting for, hey, we still got all the great games. We still got all the big games that you're not going to find on any Microsoft console. So this is why you're going to go with Sony. Got it. Um, yeah, it's in speaking, I mean, speaking of games, like you, you talked a lot about that past for Xbox, like, particularly for the Xbox. What, what games are actually there? Because I know Halo Infinite has been delayed. So like, what, what exactly is the hook for a lot of these gamers? Well, that is another big, uh, big question mark. Uh, there are Microsoft has, I believe, fifteen studios under their belt, so it's a it's a wide range. Uh, what's going to be officially out at launch? We still don't know, or within the launch window, we're still not for sure. If there is going to be any Microsoft games, it's not going to be the big ones. Um, there's going to be, I believe they're going to bring in Gears Tactics. Uh, they're they still unsure about a lot of other games. So we still don't know what Microsoft is going to have exclusive-wise exclusive wise at launch. It's going to have all these other cross-platform games uh, when it comes to like Cyberpunk, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, uh, you know, Call of Duty, that's all going to be there and that's going to be on both consoles. But when it comes to exclusives, I mean, Microsoft doesn't have the big one. And if you're into the other exclusives, you may have to wait a while. Like Forza, their, their other big exclusive franchise with a racing game. I mean, it's fun, but it's not really a system seller like Halo is. Uh, so that is the tricky problem with Microsoft. That's why they, they're probably pushing like, hey, we may not have something now, but you get this Game Pass and you get you get this all access, you get this new console. When we do bring out the new Halo, it's going to be part of Game Pass. So you're essentially getting it for free. And if the Forza comes out, you're getting it for free. And whatever else, you're going to be able to play it for free, technically, with the, with the Game Pass. So that's seems like they're going to be shooting for that because 
as for launch wise, I don't see anything particularly, you know, eye popping that would sell a system, sell an Xbox system right now. Got it. And, and on the other end, with the PlayStation Five, this showcase. I mean, beyond the price and availability, which I hope we do get. What other games are are you expecting any more previews of games, or is it is it more like a closer look at, at titles that we've already seen? Like, what are some of the marquee titles for the holiday for the launch? Well, the big one is going to be the Spider Man Miles Morales again. That's the sort of expansion of the Spider Man uh, PlayStation Four game. We'll probably get a little bit more details of how how expansive it is, more of the gameplay, because uh, all we've seen is just a quick cinematic like teaser so i'm sure that's going to be a big focus with this next show uh that sony is doing on the uh 15th the you know aside from that there's new ratchet and clank that is considered within the launch window um and there's going to be again just the cross-platform titles they may have another sort of somewhat exclusive or somewhat big game in there but really i'm not expecting i'm expecting them to just put all their eggs in the spider-man basket and say hey you're only gonna play spider-man here and you remember how great it was on the playstation 4 it's gonna be better on the playstation 5 so that's why you're gonna play Got it. Uh, and lastly, I just wanted to touch upon this. Uh, you know, Apple last week said it changed the rules uh, in its app store to let gaming streaming services like Google Stadia and Xbox xCloud work. Uh, but Microsoft shot back and said that wasn't enough. Can you just kind of break down the situation for our listeners and, and explain what's going on here? So it is really confusing the way Apple is working. Essentially, with services like Stadia and uh, xCloud, these are cloud gaming services. You subscribe to them or you, in the case of Stadia, you actually can just buy the game. You can play it via Stadia for free. And, uh, you know, that it's... Uh, the service offers a lot of games. The problem Apple has is that they want every game to be submitted and approved, just like you would if you if you were downloading, uh, you know, let's say the Minecraft on on iOS or you know uh, Angry Birds, whatever typical mobile game. They want you to say, "Hey, you need to make Halo Five. You need to put that." into you need to submit that as a game in our app store uh and it's i'm sure they apple has this own sort of reasoning for this it's a very confusing reasoning because now microsoft if they want to be officially on the app store and they want you as a iphone user or ipad user to actually play using xcloud that means they're gonna have to submit every game which is 100 plus to to apple to get it confirmed to do their whole submission process and get accepted into the app store so where you would have to uh, the way it is looks right now is that you'd have to go in there and say hey i want to play halo infinite download halo infinite and then you play it through i guess the x cloud app uh same with the forza game you would have to download the game to the app sort of to your phone and then play it through xCloud. It's really confusing. Microsoft doesn't like it at all. And 
if it's going to change, we don't know. This was this was seemingly a big step in the right direction, but then when you look at the fine print, it it was uh, just as messy. So, is Microsoft going to follow through? Are they just going to do it for a few games? We still don't know right now, uh, and we won't know. I mean, I don't know. We're not even sure if like how Google's going to take uh, going to going to jump on this. We still don't know, but they don't like how Apple is handling this. Right. This is also happening at a time where, you know, Apple faces a lot of scrutiny for the control it holds over the App Store, as well as uh, this ongoing legal battle with Epic, which is almost a separate thing. But there's a lot of drama when it comes to, to gaming and the App Store and Apple right now. So lots to monitor. Thank you for your time, Oscar. If you have any questions about the PS5 or Xbox, hit us up on Twitter at The Daily Charge. You can read all of our coverage on CNET.com. For The Daily Charge, I'm Roger Chang. Thanks for listening.